Hello, hello, my magical friends. This is Annika with Witchful Ways. Welcome to another episode in my podcast. So as you guys know, or maybe it's the first time that you're listening to me and you don't know, I am a regular witch that lives a magical yet regular life in a regular house that tends to have background noise, like dogs barking and birds tweeting. So because I have that in my everyday life, you get to enjoy it as well on the podcast. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so this week is the last week of October. So that means we're going to talk about Samhain, right? Why would we not talk about Halloween and Samhain in the last week of October? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about what it is. We're going to talk about the energy of it. And we're going to talk about how you can celebrate it. And we're going to do that in less than 15 minutes. Okay, so what is Samhain? Samhain, if you follow the wheel of the year, if you follow a tradition or a belief system that incorporates the wheel of the year, it is one of your high holidays, your highest holiday, right? It is one of the major Sabbaths. Um, It tends to be called the witch's new year because the wheel of the year turns at that point, right? So that means that it's a whole new year, kind of like us, the rest of us going and flipping from December into January with into the new, you know, year number. Lot of resolutions get made by witches now. And we take resolution that kind of um, thought of it a little bit differently than most people do on New Year's Eve, but we'll go into that in just a minute. So it is one of the highest holidays. Here's the thing is we all know Halloween. We've heard Halloween, right? We all know and love Halloween. And then we have All Hallows Eve. We've all probably heard that and heard them being interchanged, Halloween and All Hallows Eve. Now they're Samhain. So we've all well, maybe not all, but the majority of us, right, have heard of Samhain and being interchangeable with All Hallows' Eve and Halloween. And I want to let you know first that those are three individual things. Yes, they are. Three individual things. All Hallows, Halloween in and of itself is, is kind of its own separate mainstream holiday, right, that is on October 31st. Okay. All Hallows Eve is October 31st. It is the eve before Samhain, right? So Halloween and Samhain are two different days. All Hallows Eve and Halloween are the same day, October 31st. So October 31st is All Hallows Eve. Samhain begins at midnight on All Hallows Eve. So that means Samhain is actually November 1st and 2nd. Okay, so are there still going to be interchangeable people saying Samhain is compared to um, Halloween or All Hallows Eve? Absolutely. The same kind of interchangeability that, that, uh, you know, smudging and reckoning have, right? But we won't go there. I digress. So we have Samhain, which is all about what's the purpose of Samhain. It's all about communing with those that have passed. There's two kind of aspects to it. One is communing with those that have passed. So we talk to the dead, right? We connect and commune with the dead. We honor the dead. Um, We honor those that have passed before us. We release those that have passed before us. 
we release ourselves of feelings and issues that we have regarding people that have passed before us. So that means that this time tends to have some shadow work that goes with it. So what is shadow work? Shadow work is working through and resolving issues that are hold kind of those things that we hold down and push down, right? That we don't want to deal with a lot of time. They kind of are pushed into the shadows. We pull those out and begin to deal with them. During this time of Samhain, especially with feelings of remorse, regret, anger, hatred, any of those kind of things that we had towards anyone that has passed before us, we release ourselves of those things because that is impeding us. Those kind of feelings, we put those on ourselves. Nobody else put those on us. We put those upon ourselves and it really pulls down your vibration level, right? Like it just kind of sinks you all the way down. When you start getting rid of those things, your vibration goes up. You start kind of feeling better. You start having a better outlook and things begin to kind of look rosy again. So the shadow work can oftentimes lead to great breakthroughs. But during this time of Samhain season, especially when it has to do with resolution and letting go of things that are holding on to people that have passed over and crossed over, because um, we don't get to carry that over into the next life, which is a good thing. And by the next life, I'm talking about being on the other side. When we cross over, we don't carry those things with us, right? We resolve ourselves of them. All those egotistical things just kind of fall away and we have nothing but love on the other side. So for us on this side as humans to continue to carry those feelings of guilt and remorse and shame and whatever it may be regarding somebody that's crossed over, that's just putting just useless stuff on ourselves because uh, there's really nothing that resolves of it and uh, they don't have those, right? Like we can't continue to be like they're on the other side and I'm going to let them know that I'm still mad at them. Like they don't care, right? They're in a place of love and have moved past it and learned their lessons of it, but that's for a whole nother thing. Okay, so that's kind of what we do in Samhain. That's what the holiday is for. It's for honoring those that have crossed over before us. So what's the energy? Well, we all know that the energy of Samhain tends to be very spooky, right? It's We're moving into the dark time of the year. We're moving into the time that we need to be slowing down. We're moving into the time that we need to be doing that inner work. We're moving into a time that we need to uh, pack our stuff up, right, from the summer. And we begin to isolate, even though 2020 has really been a whole year of isolation, but we begin to isolate a little bit more and get into our own space, and that means we begin to work through things in our own space. So slowing down, the other thing that we all know about Halloween and Samhain is that it brings about a thinning of the veil, for lack of better terms. That means that we have connection to the other side and those that have crossed over and our ancestors and guides and angels and everything that resides on the other side, not in the physical realm we have greater access to through our intuitive abilities, our psychic abilities, and our mediumship abilities. So there's a whole lot of things that go bump in the night. There's a whole lot of 
recognizing that things are messages that we may not have taken as messages previously. So during this season of Samhain, I, which is the middle of October to the middle of November, I really encourage you to dive deep into your intuitive development, your your intuition, your psychic abilities, your mediumship abilities. Dive into those things. And especially if you're working with any forms of divination, right? Because you're really going to get a whole lot of different contact and a, and a new feel for the connection when it comes to divination. So now let's talk about how we celebrate it then. Well, one of the easiest ways, or I shouldn't say one of the easiest, one of the most common ways that we hear about Samhain being celebrated is with fire. So there's usually bonfires um, or a Samhain candle that is lit, um, or there is the ancestral altars, right? So you're going to decorate your altar in what you would normally see as regular Halloween decoration, right? We see a lot of the darker colors, the maroons, the blacks, the whites, um, the purples, the greens. We see a lot of golds, silvers. We see a lot of those colors and you can decorate your altar with your skulls and your bows and your uh, darker flowers. You may even put, I like to put a pop of bright reds in my, um, so I usually have red roses that are on my altar. But one of the nicest things that you can do is to set an ancestral altar. Now, the, whether that means putting pictures on an altar that you already have up, or whether that means creating a new ancestral altar that you have up either just for a period of 24 hours or maybe for a couple weeks during the Samhain season. This can be something as simple. Now, if you're still in the broom closet, it can be something as simple as setting up a table or using the top of a current, you know, side table or end table where you're going to place the pictures of those that have crossed over before you, whether that be, uh, you know, your neighbor, your grandma, your dog, whatever it is, anyone that you want to honor that's passed over before you onto this table. You will then put um, some of the Halloween decorations out, right? Like that. If you're in the broom closet, it's not going to be strange to have this out. So you can put uh, your skulls your sugar skulls, even if you wanted to. Um, and then you put candles, at least one candle on there, or you could put tea light candles on there. If you don't burn candles, you could use a wax melter as well. What's nice is that if you take those candles and you carve your sigils into those for honoring those that have crossed over or for connection to commune with those that have crossed over, it amplifies that energy of that altar right then and there just by doing that. So that's probably one of the most common things that I hear that people tend to do to celebrate Samhain. Okay, the next thing is a, what's called a dumb supper. You create a feast, doesn't have to be a huge feast, but you create a nice meal. You sit down and you put place mats down or place settings down for the people that have crossed over before you. So for your ancestors, this is usually done for people that have crossed over in the last year cycle. So from last Halloween to this Halloween or last Samhain to this Samhain, um, those are the place settings that you put out. Again, it's like asking them to come and have an evening with you to kind of mull through memories and to release and let go of things that no longer serve you that you want to let go with them. Uh, but it still gives them honor. Uh, 
doesn't really mean that they go anywhere. They're still around you all the time, but uh, that's called a dumb supper. And the last one, of course, for celebration, like I said, a lot of times there's bonfires um, or candles, a specific candle that you create or that you imbue with energies for honoring and connecting and communing with uh, those that have crossed over for those on the other side. And of course, the last one is divination. So I hear a lot of witches that have wine and Ouija parties. Um, And everybody has their own opinions about it in general, right? Divination in general. Um, But if you are working on your, again, your intuitive skills or in divination forms, if you're thinking about maybe starting to work with a pendulum or looking into, you know, scrying or whatever it is, mid-October to mid-November, perfect time to start in with that because you have a very good connection. It's more easily connected to the messages that are coming through. You can recognize them as messages. They're always coming through all year long, right? All the messages are coming through to you all year long, all the time. It just happens to be during two times in the year that you are more sensitive to them. One being Samhain, which is this time of the year. The other being May or Beltane, which is the springtime, um, the beginning of May, which is directly opposite the wheel of the year. If you follow the wheel of the year, that is another time when the veil is as thin as it is right now. We don't hear about that as much during Beltane because it's a brighter festival, right? We don't have the spooky scariness that happens now. So that is my information and my little short episode for you um, regarding Samhain. And then the next episode, we are going to jump into divination. And just a reminder, if you are reading or reading, listening to this during the last week of October, on October 26th, we have, or October 25th, we have the beginning of Witchcraft and Woo Woo Week, and you can find out information on that. It's a free uh, five nights of classes with Witchful Ways. So you can um, check out information on that by going to witchfulways.com. We will talk to you next time. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.